Welcome to episode number 41 of the Grab Blogger podcast. We're helping academics change the world through online business. We're helping you, the listener, create an online business that's true to yourself, that's focused on your expertise and on your research area. It's focused on the mission that you want to make and want to change and the change that you want to create in the world. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a very important part of building an online business, building your expertise, getting more exposure to different mindsets and different thought processes in the world. And that's all around traveling. That's getting out of the office. That's getting away from home, viewing different cultures, viewing different research areas, and viewing how things are done online in different ways. A big part of travel is to try to do that in a stress-free way. And in particular, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Gravlogger travel checklist. So this is my personal checklist that I use to make sure that I pack what I need, what I want, but not way too much stuff so that I'm frazzled and really stressed as I'm trying to go through my traveling experience. And this is something I've learned, you know, the hard way over doing quite a bit of traveling over the last number of years. I want to share so in the podcast. I know it's something that others uh, also struggle with, getting the right things in the bag when they're, when they're headed out on the road. Specifically this year, I'll actually be traveling quite a bit. This When this episode comes out, it's the beginning of 2020. So we're in January, getting started for a new year. And I am already have traveling plans for Germany, Chicago, Florida, and Houston. Maybe at least one other overseas trip, maybe to, to Asia or Europe as well for another conference there. So I'm traveling quite a bit and I use this checklist every time. The reason I really like having this written out in a Google Doc is I could pull up on my computer, but more importantly, I just pull up in the Google Doc app on my phone when I want to actually do my packing. So I don't pack like the way I used to do it was I would pack five days in advance. And then on the fourth day, I think, okay, what am I missing? And on the third day, I think, what am I missing? On the second day, I think, okay, what am I missing? And then on the day of the actual travel, I'll be like, oh crap, you know, what, uh, what else am I missing? And that's how I would pack. Now that I actually have this checklist figured out, I just wait to the day that I'm actually traveling. I throw everything in the bag and I know that it works for me. Um, and I'm not going to be missing anything. If it turns out that I am traveling and I am missing anything, I just add it to the list and that's there for next time. So traveling can be really stressful, but hopefully this episode can give you an idea of some of the things you should be thinking about bringing for your own trip. So in this episode specifically, we're going to talk about what is the number one mistake for your traveling checklist or for the things that you're bringing on to travel. You probably guess what this is, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some benefits of doing this differently. I'll actually go through and give my checklist. We'll talk about what equipment to bring for your business, what kind of travel stuff to bring, personal items, and also we'll cover luggage as well. And I'll give you five tips, five things you should be thinking about while you're doing your packing or you're getting ready for travel so that you uh, maximize what can happen there. In this episode, show notes at grablogger.com slash 41. I uh, actually copied and we'll put together a cheat sheet that has my my travel checklist. So the exact material that we're, we're doing here, you can print that off on a one-page PDF and actually use that to to build out your own checklist or use that to do, you know, when you're traveling next as a checklist on what you should be bringing. As always, you can also grab a PDF download of the transcripts for this episode at grabblogger.com slash 41. So what is the number one mistake people make then when packing for travel. And you can probably guess what this is. You've probably done it. I know I've done it myself. And that's just bringing too much stuff. If you brought it and you didn't touch it one time when you're traveling, then that's too much stuff. And if you continue to do that every time you travel, then you're going to be overburdening yourself. So there's a couple things why this, you know, indications that you're maybe making this mistake and things that kind of uh, make it uncomfortable about it. One is your, your backpack straps keep digging to your shoulders while you're standing in line at the airport. That's the worst. You're trying to travel and you're just uncomfortable and sore because your backpack's too heavy. Your bag, your carry-on keeps falling over because it's too heavy. You're trying to lean up against things. 
I'm your frazzle because you can't find anything. You have all this stuff, but you don't know where any of it is. That's a sign that you are maybe making this mistake. You were brought too much stuff on that trip for you. And you see these people. Uh, if I'm relaxing and having a coffee and, you know, grabbing a bite to eat at the airport, you see these people that have so much stuff and they're completely frazzled trying to get to their, their terminal. So I'm recommending if there's a better way, bring less stuff is part and parcel and key of that equation. There's three, at least three main benefits of bringing less stuff. One is that it's just a nicer experience. You don't have to carry a lot of stuff. You know, you know where the things you need are, you know, you can drink coffee while you walk. You can actually, you know, buy a coffee and walk down to your terminal within your hand. If you have way too much stuff, that's impossible. And you can't have a relaxing experience traveling. If you're traveling, you know, multiple times a year, then you don't want to be stressed out the whole time that you're doing it. Second major benefit is you have less issues with lost luggage, less chance of missing flights. So I really always try to avoid, unless I'm traveling, you know, with my family and my son, having uh, any sort of bagged luggage that goes into the belly of the plane. Uh, those tend to get lost easier. Uh, you have a lot quicker loading and unloading time if you don't have that. So if you have carry-on luggage, you have a better experience. You have less chance of having any mistakes and issues go on. And it's also easier to make any sort of emergency maneuvers. So if you have to run through the airport to catch your next flight so you don't end up getting laid over in Newark for 24 hours or something really crappy like that, um, you don't want to have to be worrying about where's that extra bag going. If you just have your carry-on bag, you can run, you can make that maneuver. Um, it becomes a lot easier, actually, and you'll miss less flights, have a lot less headaches when you're traveling. So those are some of the benefits of bringing less stuff. I'm going to now, hopefully I've convinced you that's a, a better philosophy. If it's not, um, just think about think about that next time that you're traveling and your, your backpack straps are digging into your shoulders and your back's killing you. Just think, maybe I could just go with less stuff next time. That might work. If you are interested in the less stuff approach, then here's my travel checklist that you can use. Um, for, for doing your packing. So we'll go through the checklist. We're going to talk about what equipment to bring, what kind of things to bring specific to your travel, personal items, and, and also what kind of luggage to pack. But I'm also going to give some tips throughout, some things that I've found through experience that have helped me make it more pleasurable experience to be traveling. So the first thing we'll talk about is what equipment to bring. And I try to be pretty minimal here. Um, laptop, laptop cord, headphones, I like to bring an external mic so that I can record any podcast episodes on the road. I have a small road lavalier mic that's nice for that. Um, the nice thing about that is you can kind of place it on a table too if you want to do a group interview with a couple of people and everybody can talk into that mic. And a USB thumb drive. So just bring something you can you can transfer files between yourself and somebody else while you're on the road that you don't need an internet uh, connection to do. A couple tips on cords or one tip on cords. I actually got this from high school. My I don't know, it was maybe grade nine or something. My gym teacher, when you put the skipping ropes away, um, he made you tie them in a certain way. So the way you do is you hold it long. I'm actually doing this with my arm so you can't see me, which is kind of silly, but you hold it, you know, it's whole length. You fold it in half, then you fold it in half again. And then you take that and tie that in a knot. And if you do that, then the ropes can't get tangled with each other. So you have this nice little kind of, it looks almost like a bow. And all you have to do is just, pull it out, pull out that one knot, and then you have your whole thing there. So I actually do have my laptop cords. I do that with my headphone cords or anything like that and just put them in my bag. Then they don't get all tangled up. They're really easy to find. It takes literally, you know, eight seconds to do and saves you a big headache when you're trying to get those things out there, out of your bags and to and actually use them. Blessing on equipment that I have here is an international adapter. So if you're going to be traveling abroad, having something that converts your um, electricity cords over to the international system, is uh, really important to have. Otherwise, you won't have electricity. Without electricity, it's hard to run an online business. 
So the second group I'll put here is what travel material to bring. So of course, bring your passport. If you're traveling abroad, you'll need that. Um, I like to bring a clipboard and just throw in my bag, something that's flat that I can write against. Uh, this helps if you're taking notes or doing any sort of thing. There's always some reason to have a clipboard. Any of the flight, hotel, rental information, printouts. I know printing out's probably overkill, but it's really nice, especially if there's a language barrier um, or you don't have internet connection. If you're trying to get a taxi or a bus or a train, just to point to the thing and say, hey, I want to go to this address. It'll save you a lot of headache. So I like to print those out ahead of time and just have them on me in case. Uh, also, any sort of reservations are great to have. Of course, if there's problems trying to get into your hotel, trying to get into your reservation, at least you can have that information on you. One extra tip here, I really like to download the Google map of where I'm going. So just take a look at Google Maps of the place you're headed when you're on Wi-Fi. And there's a way to actually download that map right to your phone. And it's a pretty wide area, like several um, kilometers or miles if you want to you want to talk uh, the U.S. or international systems on that. And you actually download that map and then you search and find things. And this will avoid, you know, if you really get stuck and need to find your way around, if you're in a different country with a different language barrier, having that Google map download to your phone can be really helpful. A couple other optional things you can bring. Um, business cards are one. I've been doing business cards quite a bit for my online business because I like to put a call to action on the back to come visit the website or something that I'm promoting at that current time. Any sort of reading material. I used to bring a ton of books with me, which kind of sucked because they're really heavy. <laughs> so now I try to only bring one book, one piece of reading material. And if I need to, I'll buy extra stuff on the road. It's actually kind of nice just to you know have a take-home book that you bought while you wrote um, traveling as well. It's better to bring less reading material because it's not as heavy. Um, just a little notebook. I bring that as well. A little two-inch by kind of four-inch, like a journalist um, little notepad. In case you need to remember, remind yourself while you're on the road to do anything, Oh, and also is a good place to keep notes for uh, working and that sort of stuff. In terms of personal items, the biggest tip I have here is to get one of those big Ziploc freezer bags, clear plastic bag, and just put all the stuff that you would normally want for travel in that bag, like an extra toothbrush, toothpaste, shampoo, mouthwash, shaving cream, lip chap, Visine, maybe some Tums or some, and some Halls and some moisturizer. I just have all this stuff in one of these Ziploc bags. And it's really great. If you just keep that in your backpack or you just throw that in your backpack, then when you're going through security, you just take that whole bag out, throw it on the table. You don't need to worry about liquids and all that sort of stuff. It's already in that bag. Uh, make sure your deodorant's in there as well. Um, you don't want to be running out on the road. I also bring earplugs, little ceramic ones. I think they're called Max, M-A-C-K-S. I just buy them every once in a while from Amazon whenever I'm out. They work really well. Um, a sleep mask and anything else that you need to bring for personal like glasses or anything like that. So that's really good. The biggest tip there, again, is the Ziploc bag because you need to put all your, your liquids in a plastic bag or a clear bag. I literally just take that bag out at security and just drop into the tray, and then you're good. You don't have to worry about that the liquid part of it. That's really great, too, is just take that bag and put it beside the sink wherever you're headed, and then you have your, you know, your bathroom kit in a bag there just waiting for you. In terms of luggage, I go pretty minimal on this. Underwear and socks, obviously a pair for every day. Uh, one pair of jeans, one pair of dress pants, one dress belt, three dress shirts, two casual shirts, like uh, just collared shirts or, or um, t-shirts even. If you're traveling somewhere, you're going to need to go to banquets or whatever, throw a tie and a jacket in there, and one extra set of shoes. The big tip here is take your time folding. It's very easy to make all of that fit into a carry-on luggage bag and still have a lot of room. If you're not able to do that, then it's because you are, you know, probably not folding things well. So actually Google, how do I fold my 
luggage, and you'll have a lot of tips on there how to make things smaller. So I'll bring all that, including the shoes. Usually I'll throw a kit bag in there for workout gear um, so that you don't have your sweaty workout gear with your other luggage and just fold that in. And there's lots of room to throw things like uh, any weather wear that you need, hats, gloves, etc. Um, I throw a small shaving kit in the luggage bag. And a big tip here is to get a, a bag that actually fits on the plane. So there's a lot of the four-wheel bags, the smaller bags, but they have four wheels on them that don't fit on a lot of airplanes. And you end up having to take that off the plane, getting that checked, and then you get a gate check and have to pick it up on the other end, which defeats the purpose on some of the travel things that we wanted at the front of this episode that we talked about, some of the advantages of traveling light. So make sure you get a luggage bag, a travel and luggage bag that's going to fit on most planes. I found that the ones that only have two wheels in the back tend to do this a lot better than the ones that have four wheels. So that's it for my checklist then. As I mentioned, you can get this checklist from the show notes at grablar.com slash 41. And that's all I tend to bring. Anything else you want beyond that, you can get on the road and while you're out in a boat. And they're nice souvenirs to bring back with you as well. I'll give you five extra tips on traveling, um, some things to do beforehand, some things to be thinking about, and that will just help maximize the, the benefit of your travel experience. So one of these is to charge your computer and your phone before packing. So on the packing checklist that you can get from the show notes, it actually says things like charged or tied or gives you an idea of what you should be doing with these things. Make sure your laptop's charged, make sure your phone's charged. Um, that way, you're not opening them up once you sit down and do some work at the airport and then realizing, oh crap, we have no charge at all. Then you gotta go find a plug-in, um, which can, can be a headache depending on where you're working at. So that's tip number one, make sure you charge your stuff before you actually pack. Tip number two, I do this at the end of every packing session. I look at my backpack, like review what's in there. And usually it's not a whole lot, just the things I mentioned. And ask yourself the question, can anything go in the carry-on suitcase? The biggest thing that, again, frustrated me when I was traveling, carrying way too much stuff, actually back from my corporate days because I had a gigantuan laptop because I needed it for computing resources and it was heavy as anything trying to carry when you're traveling around, was a heavy backpack. So the last thing I do is just review my backpack, see, is there anything else that can go in the suitcase? Do I need to bring two books on this plane or could I only bring one book? And it's still inside the plane. So if you need anything, you could grab it out. It's kind of a headache, but just take everything extra under your backpack at the end of the day um, and put that into your luggage so that you don't have to carry that around on your back. Tip number three is to back up any critical com information on your computer. Are you doing a presentation where you're going? Do you have slides on that computer? Back that up to the cloud or Google Drive or somewhere. Make sure you put a copy on the thumb drive that you have with you. That way you don't have single source dependence if your bag gets stolen or lost or damaged and then gets stuck when you're on the road not having access to any of that material. Tip number four is to bring an extra slide deck. This is a, a tip that I learned from a, a mentor of mine actually in the online business space where they said that, you know, if you're going to be traveling around to conferences, um, always have something extra to talk about in case a spot opens up. It's really good to be that person. So it's, oh, the speaker didn't show up. Oh, I can talk on something. Um, you know, I have a slide deck here on blah, 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 and you're good to go. So something maybe that you presented on before that you have ready. Uh, don't go, you don't need to build a slide deck to go to these things, but if you have one with you, then you can kind of present on the spot. And this is a really great way to jump in, share your knowledge and get access to an audience at a conference. Um, so I've actually done that a couple times and it's worked out really well. Just being prepared to say, hey, if somebody needs to jump in, do a presentation, I got one here and uh, you'll be saving the organizers because then they'll have somebody that can go in and do this for them. 
uh, but you also get, you know, maybe you wouldn't have been able to get in as a speaker at that conference, but now you're helping the organizers. Maybe you'll start to formulate a relationship with them as well, be seen as somebody that they can count on. Tip number five is to, and this is the, the final one that we'll leave off on, is to clean your office before you leave. That way, when you come back from your trip and you're tired, you have a clean space to go work in. I have actually a nice coach behind me now in my office. And it's just really nice to have an office be clean, go to sit on that coach and take a moment and go, okay, let's get back to work. Um, instead of coming to an office that's just trashed after your travel adventure. So those are my five tips on traveling um, beyond what to pack. So charge your computer and your phone before packing. Review the backpack, see if you can take anything else out and make it any lighter than it already is. Ideally, your backpack has like one thing in it, your passports or something. That'd be awesome because then it's uh, not heavy at all and you're not going to get tired out carrying around all day. Tip number three is to back up any critical information on your computer that you're going to need. Tip number four is to bring an extra slide deck in case a presentation opportunity comes up. And tip number five is to clean your office before you leave so you come back to a nice space. So that's it for this episode. We've been talking about the Grablogger travel checklist. As I mentioned, I'm going to be traveling quite a bit this year. Um, if you're in any of those locations I mentioned, definitely hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram at, at Grablogger. Great to grab a coffee and talk about your online business, about your research work, about the, the things that you're putting into the world. We talked about the biggest mistake that people make when packing, and that's just packing too much stuff. I'll say it again, but if you don't touch it when it's when you're gone, then you shouldn't have brought it. And if you don't touch it every time, then you're you're really it's a long term effect of doing that for the rest of your life that you have to think about. Do you really want to carry that thing around just for the off chance that you might need it? It's like some sort of insurance policy, I guess, but why not have a better travel experience for the rest of your life and then get that insurance policy on the road if you need it? So it gives you a nicer experience having less things. There's also less issues with lost luggage, you have less chance of missing flights, quicker loading and unloading times. Um, it's easier to make emergency maneuvers. If you really need to change flights quickly, if you really need to run through the airport, this is a lot easier to do if you have a lighter load with you. So we talked through my travel checklist. Again, you can get this just bullet point checklist at grablogger.com slash 41. We talked about a bunch of tips as well, things like tying your cords in the right way so they don't get all tangled up, things like having a pre-packed liquids bag or bathroom bag so that you can just take that out and in when you're going through security and you just put it beside the sink wherever you go and then you just have your your uh, bathroom stuff there. We talked around folding. That was the last thing, really. Just make sure you're taking your time when you fold. You can get away with putting a lot of stuff into a carry-on bag. Um, if you're putting shoes in there, fill the inside of the shoes with socks or something that takes up dead space. If you're folding pants, don't fold them in quarter. Don't fold in half and then half again because it makes them really thick. Fold it in thirds, if you will, and makes uh, all the pants uh, thinner. So just a lot of tips like that. And you find those all obvious Google. How do I pack more stuff in a, in a luggage bag? Although I'd recommend not to go overboard because you don't want it to be too heavy while you're trying to travel and get through the airport. So that's it for this episode of the Grab Blogger podcast. Um, I know this one's a bit different. We talked more about traveling instead of business topics, but I hope you still find it interesting and useful for your, maybe your graduate research, if you're traveling for business or traveling as a, as a professor or researcher going to conferences. And of course, if you're running your online businesses and going, you're running your online business and going to events around the world, and then you can take this idea, these ideas and run with them as well. So have a great week ahead. I'm really looking forward to next week of the Grab Blogger podcast. Continue helping you build your online business, change your life, and make the change that you want to see in the world with your research, your experience, and your expertise. 